game begin. Hi, and welcome to episode 16 of Dadgum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy fun. I am your host, Andrew, and joining me tonight are my fellow dads, Kevin. Hey, everybody. Trip. Today, smoking is going to save lives. <laughs> and Aaron. Does this smell like up dog in here? What? What's up dog? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, in just a bit, we'll be discussing our favorite moments from the office. So keep that chili warm and ready to spill. Wanted to give a shout out to one of our listeners to Rachel, who suggested that we actually tackle this topic. Thank so you, thanks Rachel. for writing in, Rachel. If you'd like to suggest a topic for us to talk about, you can always head to dadgumnerds.com slash contact and send us a message. That's how this happens. So if you've got a topic for us, send it on in. Uh, if, fun, Rachel, that is your real name. This is true. I thank you for giving us an excuse to talk about The Office. Uh, yes. It, it, is, podcast. It, it is funny. Sorry, not to go too far off the beaten path. It is funny. We were having the very discussion of whether or not we should talk about The Office uh, internally. Should. And then we got that we got that email. Mm-hmm. And we we're that, that kind of psychic for us. Yeah. It's like it, it's like it just friend, fell Rachel. out of the sky. So thank you, Rachel. So if Rachel, that is your real name and not somebody from the inside acting under a pseudonym, <laughs> then I didn't do it. Thank you. <laughs> then thank you, Rachel. Well, in fun news, we got our first listener from Russia of Spasiba. all places, which is but super Strago. cool. So Spasiba, I think that's how you I say it. Break. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, before we parkour into the office, anything happened to you guys in dad life this week? Yeah, I had a, a funny story uh, that relates to Lord of the Rings. So uh, always, always great. Of course. Uh, yes. So we were sitting on the couch and out of nowhere, Cameron comes up to me. And he goes, is is sour one bad? I said, what? He said, is sour one bad? I said, what? Like, and I, in my mind immediately went to like candy. It was like right. sour, yeah. sour yeah. one. Sour like, what do you mean it's bad? He's it's like, is, oh. is sour one bad? And I said, who? And he said, <laughs> sour one. Lord of the Rings. Got the, he got his finger cut off. I go, oh, Sauron? Sour he goes, sour. yeah, sour one. Is he bad? And I said, "That's so." Oh good. yes, very, very much so, bud. But was he did he it in a way that at any point. Yeah, well, he he tells stories when when he's trying to tell you something that you taught him, but he doesn't uh-huh. convey it back exactly the way you taught him. He gets a little frustrated and he conveys it in a way that's like, "Come on, you know, you know, come on, keep up." <laughs> so I had a good laugh over that. Theodore, uh, oh dear. Theodore doesn't quite yet communicate at that level. However, he did have a funny moment that happened tonight. Um, I, we're just sitting there playing, doing our typical evening stuff. And he let go the slowest fart I have ever heard in my entire life. It was like, like, I mean, you could clap just as fast as, and it just kept getting slower and slower. So until it just, you know, petered out at the end and fizzled out. Oh man, me and Kristen were dying laughing this evening. That's so good. So along fart stories. Uh, yes. Maximilian has two imaginary friends that he's had for forever. He's five now. Uh, well, obviously uh, we need to know their names. Yeah. So Sharktooth. Okay. Is and he Sharktooth. he describes he like when he wants to wrestle you and all that stuff. He's hanging out with Sharktooth. He looks like, um, according to Maximilian, 
uh, Captain Gantu from Lilo and Stitch. Oh, yes. The big shark dude. Yeah. Right. He looks kind of like that, Dad. But the one he's had for most of his forever, his five years, is someone he calls Invisible Man, who's just yeah. this dude that's invisible and plays with him, right? So he's going to sleep the other night, and he's like, kind of like that sleep talking right before you fall asleep about not really what's going on. And he's like, hey, Daddy, you know Invisible Man? You know what's really cool about him that's cooler than us? Oh, no. <laughs> well, what's that, Max? You know how our farts are invisible? His <laughs> farts aren't. <laughs> it's reversed. What? Yeah, it's reversed. He's invisible, but his farts you can oh see. Oh my what? gosh, that's, that's amazing. Did he describe the visual experience of what no, that and then is? he and then he was out and then he was asleep. Oh, so okay. So he was oh my him. gosh. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. So he literally just like dropped that and was like, "Okay, night, Dad." Yeah, I'm asleep now. He didn't even say good night. He's like, "Yeah, you can see it," and then he was asleep. Good job. Just drop oh and good job. And invisible man facts before he goes to sleep. You good. You're like, good job, son. Like, that's funny. Let's kick this discussion off. We'll get started right after this. Be sure to check out Dadgum Nerds on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to know what the dads are up to, get the latest updates on the show, or constantly laugh with us along the way, then you can find us on social media at Dadgum Nerds. That's at Dadgum Nerds, spelled D A D G U M. N-E-R-D-S. Catch you later, dadgum nerds. So really quick, why do you guys think The Office has endured like it has? What what has is the reason for its longevity? I think there's a couple things. I think part of it is like its actual time in history. Um, when you think about streaming, you think about GIFs, you think about memes. That show is extremely quotable. And extremely gifable oh, and yeah. extremely memeable. Um, and when you think about streaming, I have nieces and nephews in middle school that started watching this show and high school that oh. started watching this show. And it's <laughs> just they're discovering it for the first time. I think part of it is a lot of the actors and actresses immediately went on to something different. Mm -hmm. And in this world of streaming and social media, people can attach to them differently, especially when you think about like following some of the, some of them on social media, they're like, you can see them as real people right? more than you could like um, the cast of friends, the cast of Seinfeld, the cast of cheers, mm -hmm. the cast of taxi who are all in sort of the mm -hmm. same vein in my mind of the office. Um, and it's a real simple concept. It's a real simple, relatable concept. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why it related with so many people was that there's so many office jobs that are here in the United States that it just kind of hit a nerve with a lot of people where I say hit a nerve, uh, hit the right spot where it took something that was so normal and found the hilarity and the absurdity inside of it. And I think that really resonated with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would largely agree with Kevin. I think one of the things that really helped, um, I think make, uh, get the office to make its mark was that Steve Carell's stardom was at an all time high around the time that that came out because he had this sort of one-two punch with the um, uh, the forty-year-old virgin, virgin that was a that was a huge hit, and that then, basically put him on the map, didn't it? Yeah, and it was either right in line with the Office or like directly before, directly after the Office came out. So he got a lot of that show got a lot of focus um, because suddenly everybody knew who this this uh, this Steve Carell guy was. Um, I, I will say, I think it 
I think this generation is awkward. <laughs> I mean, you know, growing up and growing up in the digital age and not quite learning how to interact with people until later in life, if you do it all. But and I'm, I was about you know, to I'm, say, I'm speak, have I'm you figured it out? Those, but yeah. D- <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but teach me. You know, there's so one. much cringe. There's so much cringe in the show that it's I'm just so going to say, I think, I think there's a level of awkwardness that people go, like, I don't know, maybe it's a, it gives them a wave of relief. Like, oh, thank God I'm not the only one yeah. <laughs> you know, or, 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 or something else. But they balance all that cringe with these human moments. Like all of my, my favorite moments from the show are when they're like, people are showing some genuine emotion. I, mm-hmm. I could, if I never saw Scott's tots again, I would be okay with it. I love but, Scott's tots. But those, but those moments where, but those moments where, you know, they're actually having a connection with somebody, those are. Those are fantastic. And there's so many characters. It's such a huge, um, th- well, there's a word for it. Uh, I can't remember what it is, but there's such a huge roster of characters. So many different characters right. mm-hmm. that you're bound to connect with at least one of them. Right. Yeah, Do I we- think I, I agree with all of that. I, and I think one of the, the reasons it's endured so much is because of those characters, right? They're all unique. They're all kind of stereotypes in some ways, but they're all very relatable even though they're a little extreme right but they're all relatable and they're all mm-hmm. i think it's their flaws that make them yeah. particularly relatable and and quirky and of course that plays into the humor and everything but um i think every well i won't say every character but most characters no matter like no matter how they start out in the show and no matter what their flaws are no matter how they might rub you the wrong way um even for humor purposes i think are likable in one degree or another. Even the ones that don't seem like you can sympathize with them. I'm not saying all of them. Like Ryan post season two, you know, those, you know, super late Andy, like, yeah. But but even, even ones like, you know, Angela and, and characters like that, they're, you know, her, her flaws being super uptight and judgmental. There's sympathetic moments for her, right? And yeah. you can you can relate with that. And then I also agree with you, Kevin. It's extremely quotable. I quote The Office probably daily. Yeah, I do. Um, and then also for me, I, I think another reason it's just sustained so long is that, yeah, you do have new people discovering it. Um, younger younger people who it's like an old show to them, which is right. so weird to think about. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's also one of those shows once you've watched it through as many times as I have. And I know, Kevin, you have. Yeah. It's something you can put on in the background and you can clean or you can work or you can do other things and you can half pay attention, but still get a good laugh out of it because you've seen that episode 20 times, yeah. but it's still funny to you. And because it's on streaming, I think that's something you can do. Right. So. See, that's a skill I haven't learned how to do. Like, I cannot have a piece of video on if I am doing any kind of work. I cannot do that level of multitasking, even if I've seen it a bunch. I you just like do it when I'm like, like writing or, or, or I'm having to like think <laughs> through something. But if I'm like, you know, cleaning the living room or mm-hmm. washing dishes or something, then it's perfect for that. It's See, good usually, white noise. Usually exactly. I'm just like listening to a podcast like Dadgum Nerds. <laughs> an even better option yes uh, so aaron obviously you are a huge office fan so how how big of a fan of the office would you say you are i am a hardcore office fan <laughs> um i didn't watch it when it originally aired i remember it being on mm-hmm. um but i was not you know catching it every week and then i think it was like the very tail end of high school or the first year of college where i jumped into it 
and was immediately hooked. And I know a lot of people have to push through season one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's oh, something I hear from a lot of folks. It's all eight, um, all eight and, episodes. Right. And, and granted, they, they do so hard make some changes, you know, in season two onwards. I actually still I, I think season one's hilarious. I like um, I love season one. But I really? immediately. Oh, yeah. I immediately was hooked when I was watching I found it. it to be a bit. I honestly found it to be a little bit limp, if I can be completely honest. It's not um, the strongest. It didn't, but I, it didn't do much for me. I, I think it's I think it's one of those that um yeah it's not the strongest but i still think it's hilarious um but i've probably seen the whole show through like first episode to the last episode even you know not just at the end of season seven when michael leaves but eight and nine as well at least 10 to 15 times and i've watched single episodes literally dozens and dozens of times yeah gotcha um but yeah quoted on a daily basis and i actually have a video of when Cameron was very young and we were in our apartment in the DC Beltway and he was crying and crying and crying. And I would watch actually going back to what I was saying, I would watch the office because Caitlin oh, worked the office night, on. Well, she would work. She worked night shift. Okay. So I would come home from work and I'd have him until he would fall asleep. And he was a baby that did not go to sleep very easily. So I would gotcha. have like he wouldn't go to bed till midnight sometimes. So I'd sit there and watch The Office because, again, it was something like I can take care of this baby. I can take care of things around the apartment, but I can still do something that's kind of entertaining. Okay. And um, <laughs> I have video evidence that or to I, at least take take the edge off of taking care of the yeah, baby. Exactly. Yeah. Make exactly. it somewhat palatable. Yeah. But he he was like <laughs> would not stop crying. Nothing I would do would would stop him from crying at this particular moment for whatever reason. And I started playing an episode of the office and the moment the theme song came on he stopped crying wow turned around looked at it on screen listened and watched and it was like magic thank you nbc felicity was the same way when she was under one and it wasn't just like oh it's because you put music on or you put on like it was no it was because it was the the office office theme theme because i had tried to play other music felicity was Um, the exact same way but and then uh, my wife and I refer to each other as soup snakes as reference to <laughs> Michael Scott and Holly. Oh, gosh. So yeah, I'd say I'm a pretty big fan. Gotcha. Well, Kevin, I know you're a fan as well. Uh, how about you? How would you rate your fandom here? So I watched it during original release. I've watched okay. the whole season during original release. Um, I will probably watch the series similar to Aaron, but I'm probably knocking on mid twenties. Ooh. So my wife and I, when we would, uh, would we, would we would be in between shows? Like we would watch, binge watch uh, a series yeah. and we're in between mm-hmm. something. Well, what, what do we watch? We usually watch The Office straight through and then we pick up something else. Okay. Um, like a palate cleanser. Yes. <laughs> between a, between meals. There was a <laughs> season in our life where we didn't have Netflix. We couldn't see it streaming. Uh-huh. So I went out and bought the entire series on DVD. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I have access to The Office whenever I want it. However um, you want so it. you're free from this, this whole thing internet. on which <laughs> streaming service is going to get it. It's leaving Netflix. You're like, I don't care. I've got it all anyway. I don't care. Well, one thing I have heard, this is a rumor, is that if when CBS gets it, NBC, 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 it's been forever it's since I watched it on an actual network. Um, they're re-editing the episodes to add some of the deleted scenes. 
So oh, nice. Like, cool. They'd be like 40-minute nice. episodes, so you'd be like re-watching it all over again. Oh, well, that's and pretty special. Cool. Th- there yeah. are some deleted scenes that, that are hilarious. That are actually better oh, yeah. than some of the ones that were kept oh, yeah. in. And wow. Yeah, sure. that, those are pretty funny in and of themselves. So, Trip, how about you? I have no idea what a soup snake is. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> so I, I have seen it um, uh, start to finish maybe a couple of times, but... Yeah, Parks and Rec for life, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right there with really the right there with you. Guy. Um, I like Parks me, and Rec, it, but not shut your mouth. I agree with you, Aaron. Good job, Aaron. No accounting for taste. <laughs> anyway, um, it literally took me years to like it, and that was because my wife liked it. And ah, I mean, I mean when wife. she would watch it on Netflix, I would find something else to do. And then finally, maybe after three years of marriage, um, swearing it off. Like this came out when I was in college, and people were talking about you know getting together and going to watch it uh on thursday nights and stuff like that and i even remember one time in church when we were doing the meet and greet where somebody turns around and when they say turn around and shake five people's hands or something like that uh the band on stage played the office theme as like wow the 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 cover the the music to like you know cover the the meet and greet i just did not get it and then finally after three years of marriage with my wife i i had nothing else to do and said fine i'll watch it and I didn't even crack a smile. It, it, it took like, it really took me probably four out of, of or five of the nine uh, seasons to actually start coming around. It grew on me like a fungus. It just, it was a, <laughs> it's a great it way to describe finally, it. It finally took root and I finally started laughing at it. And I don't know, usually, I mean, I, I liked Jim okay. Um, Cause he was like the voice of reason. And I guess from there on, I just started appreciating the other characters uh, the jim dwight feud to me is like the highlight of that show bears beats beats Battlestar Battle Galactica. Galactica. ah i love it michael um, i um, <laughs> my fandom i would have to rate actually uh, fairly low and the reason i say that is i've only i've seen it all seen every episode at least one time um but i'm kind of on your your end trip where it I watched it through and laughed a few times and, and, you know, enjoyed Mm -hmm. moments of it. I have a very unpopular opinion and I know I'm going to say this out loud and we're probably going to get mail because of it. I could not stand Michael Scott. Yeah. But isn't that the point? Isn't he supposed to be, I mean, he, yes, he is supposed to be sympathetic in, in in certain parts, but he's supposed to be someone that he was just drives you up a wall. He was too far gone in my opinion. Now, Steve (laughs) Carell played it brilliantly. I'm not knocking on Steve Carell. I just couldn't stand anytime he was on (laughs) screen. I, it was so bad to me. I had to fast forward through prison. Mike. That's one of the best with the Dementors. (laughs) I, all around. I, I thought you were a Harry Potter fan. I, I couldn't no, stand that like amount of cringe. <laughs> like I, I don't do awkward cringe humor very well, and that's everything that Michael Scott. Well, was. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's that's the show then. Yeah. Right to that to that point, I think part of the reason that I can't stand cringe humor is because I don't stand for cringe in my like my life in the workplace yeah. or in social situations. I'm just kind of that guy. I'm not. I don't try to be a jerk, but like. I'm the person who goes, don't do that. (laughs) If prison Mike had happened to me, I would have either gotten up and walked out or, you know, said to some, said to him, dude, you you can't do that. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot to hold in. It takes, it takes a while. That's why I love it. It takes a lot of, 
it, it now, takes a lot of endurance. There's a lot to hold in. Now, it's, I'm not going to knock the office in any way, shape or form. Like the, it is such a cultural phenomenon and people really enjoy it. Aaron, you know, Aaron and Kevin, you guys go for mm-hmm. it. Um, I, there were moments that I found super hysterical and we'll mention them in just a second. Um, mm-hmm. But to me, I had to wade through so much cringe that even on me trying to go back through the office again for this episode of the podcast, I just I was reminded how much I hate that cringe humor. I Why guess I that's even- what makes it interesting to me, though, is that, you know, and, and the humor comes in Michael's interactions with with everyone and those dynamics he has with everyone. So he's you know, it is cringe, but I think what's so funny to me is how everyone looks at it and reacts to it and the dynamic that he has. So like Michael and Dwight, of course he's, I mean, there's plenty of cringe between that and Dwight adds to it, but that dynamic of, of Dwight being like this, uh, lap dog for him basically, or, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Michael and Toby and Michael views Toby as someone who's literally out to ruin his fun. And they are these, these opposing, you know, polar opposites and that like the way he views that and the way they kind of view it. And Toby's the guy who like is just trying to make it through <laughs> life and through his job as yeah. this kind See, of dweeby okay. person. That's something and I never understood. So super fans explain to me, why does Michael hate Toby so much? Because Michael, He's a party I, pooper. if I look at, yeah, the psychology of it, I it's because Michael is there because he thinks, you know, everything should be fun, even though he goes about it the wrong way. Right. Everyone's yeah. like a family, the bound, like, the boundaries are kind of blurred on what's appropriate and what's not. And so Toby is HR. So in Michael's mind, Toby is there to make sure nothing is fun. But it's not every- just Michael. Like nobody likes right. HR. Like none of the no, none of management likes HR. In the episode where David Wallace is interviewing Karen and Jim and Mike right. for the job, he, when he's interviewing Jim, he even talks about, oh, we have this HR guy. Oh, he's annoying. You're not going to like him. That's right. Like, yeah, it, like for management, it's always this running joke that no one likes HR because they're fun suckers. Hmm. But I think yeah. Michael sees it as like this true dichotomy of like right. good and evil in his the mind. Light yeah. side there. The dark side. Because <laughs> he, he, he truly thinks he's there. He's like the dad of the office making it a cool place for everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. And, a home and, away from home. Right. And Toby is the one who at every moment of every day his one role in life is to make sure that doesn't happen. That's how yeah. Michael sees it at least. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. The thing I love about everybody, everybody, even with all their crazy Nick quirks generally has deep down a good heart in this show as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even Dwight. That. That's Angela. Even Dwight. Yeah. Angela. All yeah. of them. Plenty of moments of that, which is, I think, yeah. And yeah. Why it's so those are, And those are all my favorite moments. Like when, when Jim decides not to go back, uh, I think of the, the, whatever season where he's pulling double duty, working at the office and then doing and, the and sports Philly. thing, the, um, Mm-hmm. In Philly, when he comes back and uh, and Dwight just rushes up to him and hugs him, that, that it's that Christmas episode, I think. Yeah. Um, that was uh, oh man, that was awesome. That was awesome. But uh, but the very very little of very few of my favorite moments involve the humor. It involves more of the, uh, the emotion, of the but more more of the vulnerabilities. Yeah. So less the humor, more the heart. Interesting. Well, that's yeah. a, that's a great segue into our top three favorite moments from The Office. Uh, so let's get this thing started. Kevin, you want to take your number three pick? Yeah, most of you are going to hate this. Uh, season six, episode 12, Scott's Tots. Oh, God. I think it's hilarious. It's I think hilarious. it's hilarious. I couldn't stand it. I fast forwarded through the payoff at the it's end like of that hit episode. Like his, wreck, man. his heart Just, is I couldn't so, do it. 
Michael's heart in the like the early years when he promises is so genuine. Mm-hmm. But then when he gets in front of the classroom, he's just like, oh, man, the, the, this is not going to go wood. And I love Stanley. Up. I love Stanley in that episode. He's just laughing the whole time. He's like, this yeah. is so good. Almost like this is why I've worked here all these years. That in pretzel day. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. like uh, the, the setup on that episode is brilliant. Like it's yeah. beautifully written. I just couldn't stand the cringe, but it's no, like watching it. a, a, a plane crash in slow motion. Oh, yeah. You're like, you, there's some part of you Iceberg that's going, slow. he's, He's going to pull up. He's going to pull up. Yeah. He's, this is TV. And this he is never TV. Does. He's going to pull just up. This, it's, it's just new level of love. Oh, my so gosh. Good. But I think he's that's why it's up. so great. I mean, it he's is not pulling quint- up. quintessential Michael Scott. I mean, it's yeah. exactly by that point in the series. It is so in line with his character that I think it's just it's perfect. And the fact that it, it, true to the rest of the show, there's not this like perfect resolution. Like it doesn't work out. Right. I mean, he gives right. he, he promised the promises the kids batteries for the laptops yeah. and then he ends up writing one that check was, to one kid at the end and even books. that was the yeah. that books, was the black right? box of and, the smoldering wreckage of that plane crash but i think that's <laughs> that the great the part is that going back to the being sympathetic like michael in a very michael way does what he can in that moment yeah. to rectify something that's a total disaster and any and he can't even afford it at that point like he thought he's gonna right. pay for all these kids he's like Hey, here's a check. Wait a little bit because I got to move some stuff around. Right. Like he was yeah. still <laughs> wanted to help this kid out um, as much as he could. And he did as best as he could. Was that before or after the whole episode of his money problems with Jan and him declaring bankruptcy? I declare I th- bankruptcy. <laughs> I think um, it had Michael, to be your after, problems don't go away just because you say <laughs> I, declared, <laughs> I Well, I didn't say it. I declared it. So <laughs> right, <laughs> we can keep moving, and I will I'll look it up, and I'll get back to us at the okay. end. Trip, how about so you? My favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite moments is when God bless him, Kevin Malone spills the chili. Oh um, yeah, the, he is. The, there is something about it. It's like watching your kid fall or something. Where you go, <laughs> it's like you're going, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" But the inside, you're laughing because it was really funny. Yeah, um, you, you, there's like you're you're torn, and the poor guy is just going on and on about how excited about he is about this chili, and he he closes it off by going, "This is basically." the thing I do best and it's <laughs> it goes everywhere and he's panicking he's trying to salvage and it's just I don't know it's I mean, that's you, one of the few moments chariots of fire music going on behind my that heart fall. is yes my heart is going out to him and at the same time god bless him he's floundering and that is just that is just one of the funny <laughs> Kevin, so Kevin you found that something that you oh, showed yeah. us um, that yeah. I, did, I mean, it doesn't exactly work for a podcast, but you can buy infant baby infant costumes of Kevin Malone holding spilled chili cans. It's epic. It is, is it like awesome. Amazon? I, I found it on Amazon. Yeah. You can look up like Kevin Chili, baby. Kevin Chili costume. Yeah. And it'll yeah. come up. Yeah. I don't know it's, if y'all listen to the podcast that, the actresses who played Pam and Angela do. Um, but that was something they, uh, office ladies. Yeah. They, they talked about that recently and asked question. It was indeed real chili in the pot. Yeah. It was not a prop thing. And they said he like, he smelled like chili for like a couple days (laughs) after that (laughs) scene. They went to dinner that night. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 Oh, I mean, there are worse things funny. to smell like. True, well, but I just I found it incredible they had to that... do several takes of it. I can't imagine that they only did one right. take, and 
Um, so he I probably got Bryant's the same chili killer. on him multiple times. Wow. I mm-hmm. never thought of that, but it probably, wow. yeah, it probably soaked into the pores, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh, Aaron, how about you? What is your number three moment? Yeah. So this was incredibly difficult. This was, this was even a hard, more difficult challenge than not, uh, going as long on the, the Lord of the Rings discussion because yeah, there's so oh, man. many hard. good ones. So if you hard. Have not, and if you've not listened to that Lord of the Rings episode, I mean, Aaron, you are our he virtual encyclopedia on that one. <laughs> um, so I'm actually going to pick when Michael burns his foot on the George Foreman grill. <laughs> I just think... <laughs> That really just that in the whole episode, because it's it's still fairly early on and it's just the most idiotic, (laughs) random thing. And the setup to it of just like I like sometimes I like to wake up to the smell of cooking bacon. Sue me. (laughs) Uh, It's it's delicious. It's good for me. Uh, and he, he clamps his foot in a George Foreman girl. I mean, that's how can you not laugh at that? But then beyond that, he's just pathetic through the whole episode and he sees it as this opportunity of like i'm gonna get so much sympathy everyone's gonna feel bad for me he comes (laughs) wild like he comes in on crutches (laughs) he has his foot wrapped in bubble wrap and of course it's the same episode that dwight gets an actual concussion and so the whole time where dwight's the one who's (laughs) genuinely injured and michael keeps butting in like he you know, Jim takes him to He's the hospital and, he, and he, Michael keeps just like interjecting like, yeah, 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 I understand Dwight has like a concussion. There's something wrong with him, but I burned my foot this morning. And anyway, <laughs> I just think that one is just quintessential, Michael. And then I of course the that solution the grill comes back. Yes. In a later episode. Yes. When, during the bachelor party, they're cooking steaks on the grill. And Michael, I and, missed that. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're like, oh, I got all the foot off of it. Michael, uh, Dwight would you know like what a piece that, you know, you know what makes that, that mean, visual even grosser. What makes that 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 visual even grosser is the um, I've had a George Foreman grill, and you have this spatula that's yes. supposed to get oh, all the yeah. burn yeah. stuff yeah. off of. Doesn't really so now, work though. Now I'm picturing that spatula getting flipped <laughs> off of the George oh. Foreman grill. <laughs> I think oh. the other, the funniest part of that too <laughs> is that the whole solution to to Michael's problem is Ryan grounds up like four extra strength strength aspirin into aspirin. his chocolate pudding that he had to go to like four <laughs> yeah. different gas stations to get and uh, solves the problem right there. So yeah, it's hard <laughs> to pick, but that's probably. Just that moment and then just kind of the episode around it would probably be my number three. Solid pick. I'm probably going to pick one out of left field for a lot of people, but I laughed significantly about this one. It was the payoff on the snowball fight uh, part of the episode. <laughs> that was fantastic. That was brutal. That was fantastic. I, it's the one time I think that Dwight basically gets the upper hand on Jim. Mm-hmm. It's the only one I can remember yep. off the top of my head. But that and payoff, Jim is practically apoplectic by the end of uh, it. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a... He's got PTSD. All the snowmen <laughs> in the parking lot and uh-huh. uh, he, Dwight standing up on the roof watching him like some evil mastermind. It's like the best snowball you can yeah. throw is the snowball of the mind. And just <laughs> everything about that. I laughed. I'm so curious how many takes at. John had to take when getting pelted by snowballs from Rain Wilson. Uh, it's a during good that episode. A ton more than likely. Yeah. Um, I know it's late in the season and, you know, a lot of people say kind of the office dipped after Steve Carell, uh, Steve Carell left the show, but I, that's one of my favorite moments. Some shining (laughs) moments though. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, so Kevin, let's go uh, with our number two picks. Kevin, what's your number two? So I could pick this whole episode, um, much like my number one, but this is season seven, episode 16, Threat Level Midnight. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which is a throwback to like an early season two oh, episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When they do like a table read, essentially, of, of with just Dwig, with Dwigged. So you are such awful an idiot, script. Dwig. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, who's idiot. Dwigged? Yep. Idiot. Yeah, so one of my D- favorite parts w- in that, well, there's many favorite parts, but I think my actual favorite part is like the, the eight second shot of Toby's head exploding. That repeats like <laughs> that were just over and over. Yeah, it's easily the most expensive that. shot of the film. Yeah, that's just another one that I couldn't I couldn't really get through. So I'm I'm gonna have to take yeah. your word on it. Well, it doesn't. Oh, it's only funny if you get that it was based on the script that they read in the second in, in the second no, in the second I, season. I get that, and I'm pretty sure it's just not funny. <laughs> yeah. oh, I made the connection, but I love oh. it has all, all the cameos. I love a lot of the characters that were even off the show at that point. Yeah. yeah why me, are you calling out smile. my one line like yeah. three years later? Yeah. <laughs> I made me I'm smile. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of more on trips boat though. Like I, I enjoyed, pelvis. I enjoyed it. Like I made <laughs> smile. I made the connection oh. and obviously seeing how things had played out over the years, basically. Yeah. I like, I enjoyed that, but uh, there were other moments in the show that I laughed at significantly harder. No, I just love that show. I just love I'm glad, that. I'm glad you like that part of the show. Kevin. Yeah, I love that part. <laughs> Good. Use your words correctly. Okay. You, you love that part of the show. You learn the scarn. I do. And it keeps my kids that I've, yeah. t- I've taught my kids the scarn as well. Make new friends. Tie Ties that yarn. yarn. That's how you, how you do the scarn. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Aaron and Kevin show, ladies and gentlemen. About time. About time. <laughs> yeah. Trip. Andrew and, Andrew and Trip will just be the color commentary. Yeah, tonight. no joke. Trip, what's your number two pick? Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So actually I, I'm going to have to change mine. I was going to say, uh, there was a particular moment between Aaron and Michael, um, uh, where you figured out that Michael is actually Aaron's Aaron sees him as a father figure, uh, but he I'm actually going to have to, the, yes, I'm actually going to have to switch, uh, my answer because I had a conversation with my wife and I completely forgot about this part. Okay. The epic, the epic takedown of, not not epic takedown, but the the Dunder Mifflin um, buyback of the Michael Scott Paper Company. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mm-hmm. incredible, the, 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 one of the few times that you really see Michael just totally handle himself and basically tell David Wallace that all I have to do is outweigh you, and yeah. if you know you guys are hemorrhaging money, um, and and then the 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 comeuppance he gets with um, Idris Elba's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was such a Finally. turd to him oh, at the man. beginning of that whole of that whole thing? He tries to say something on the way out, and Michael just goes, "No, no, no." no I mean, done. that you're was done. such a mic drop moment. It was oh, it was fantastic. But yeah, just to watch them go through what they went through and <laughs> basically setting up shop in a closet somewhere, yeah, and then completely completely by by random happenstance managed to to get leverage to um get absorbed by dunder mifflin and michael scott just acting like a boss uh yeah. in the negotiations that was that whole, that he whole is thing a was boss. fantastic is, i think yeah, we boss. see it a He's little bit before boss. that episode but it certainly shows up Special afterwards gifts. too which is <laughs> which is what makes it so great and why i actually really like michael because he's he is this idiot right but it's shown throughout the show especially as things progress He's the only one doing something right. 
I mean, it's why David yeah. Wallace has it yep. come in is like every branch is losing money except for yours. What are you doing? Yep. And yep. Michael yep. gives this long, rambling, nonsensical, <laughs> like paragraph <laughs> of advice. Somehow I manage. Somehow mean, yeah, I manage. Talks. It has me on the cover shrugging. Um, <laughs> and, and I think between that moment and the one you're talking about, Trip, like he actually, even if it's unwittingly to him, he yeah. is doing something right because, uh, yeah. and I think that's what makes it particularly interesting and i love he's that literally story arc all heart he's literally all heart no brains mm-hmm. um and even in those negotiations he's negotiating to take care of his people right right aaron what is your number two yeah my number two is gonna have to be when michael drives into the lake um <laughs> again it's like the foreman girl it's like one. that moment okay. is like the climax of Ryan's this his entire episode and uh, yeah he's he's mad at ryan who you know we all know his like crush on ryan basically right, <laughs> right. and he he hates the fact that this little this this kid this little little bearded man child um is now <laughs> now you know running parts of the company yeah. nothing's going tunnels? his way yeah he has these gift baskets because he's convinced that's going to work better and nothing's working out and it just culminates in him driving in to a lake and <laughs> you have the class like and my wife and i still quote that like when we don't know so which we, way the gps is uh-huh. taking us we're like no it means bear right and then we go the wrong way we're like there's no road here that's a lake um and <laughs> then of course in the midst of it right like there there is his precious car that he thinks is amazing because the company gets it for him but yeah. it's like this like whatever car yeah right yeah. what was it and, a pt cruiser pt cruiser well, right? he he PT cruiser. yeah yeah and, and then he had the um i can't remember what the model was but it was a convertible right yeah and then like he mm-hmm. drives in there's like gift basket fragments just floating <laughs> yeah. in the lake dwight oh, goes yeah. into like his rescue mode to pull his jason born right, to pull <laughs> michael, michael out of like two feet of water <laughs> and it's just this incredible it's just this incredible moment um so it, it that's got to be my number two yeah. easily easily and everything that leads into it uh great pick my number two uh moment was anytime you Creed- really sincere there Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway, moving on. Yeah, that's no. It really is a good one. That that, that is a funny moment in the show. Um, but what uh, honestly, what made me laugh a little bit more was really anytime Creed opened his mouth on the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I criminally underrated me, character. Well, yeah. what made him so great was that he is just this wild horse on. He's this quiet thing in the background, and then just kicks in when you're least expecting it. Uh-huh. And that's what made him funny. I'm glad they didn't lean on him necessarily more than they should have because he wouldn't have been funny at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But if you were to, if you were to force me to pick a favorite moment, it's the Halloween party appearance where he shows up with the yeah. bloody shirt on. Like, oh, oh, yeah. great, oh, great costume. Oh, yeah. Everything. It's like, I'm just lucky it was Halloween. Oh, it's Halloween. That's good timing. <laughs> uh, I, love I, Creed. I, that caught me so off guard and I absolutely loved it. Um, thoughts. It, That's a good one. Funny story. I actually had a job um, where we had our own version of Creed. How really? so? Um, his name was Bob. And um, he had been with the, this previous company for uh, at least 30 years. Um, and nobody knew what he did. My boss. My my boss didn't even know what he did. Oh, my gosh. And this guy would show up 
this guy would show up uh, at like 930. He'd take an hour and a half lunch and drive to his lunch in his uh, basically, you know, the white creeper van. <laughs> yeah. And it had been spray painted blue. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, great. So much better. Um, Did he spray paint the windows too? <laughs> he'd take an afternoon nap and then go home the at van. four. Good. Oh my gosh. And no and one know what he's, he was making. He was getting a paycheck this whole time. He was time. getting a paycheck for it, but he'd been with the company so long. I think just nobody had the heart to fire him. Did he have a red stapler too? No. So I was going to say that the funniest, part, the funniest part, the funniest part was the guy who was across from him is a um, Hispanic guy, a uh, Hispanic guy. He, he basically goes, Bob is my hero. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want to be like Bob. <laughs> who doesn't man? It was great. Yeah, right. So, I, but it was, uh, that guy that's at the office where you're like, what do you even do? Yeah, it right. Was, what would you say you do here? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, number two moment, really anytime Creed opened his mouth. So let's get to, uh, down to our number one picks here. Kevin, what is your number one office moment? Season four, episode nine, dinner party. When Michael yes. Scott <laughs> is pushing his plasma screen back into a wall. <laughs> Have you I seen the bloopers for that scene? Oh, the, right the it's wall. amazing. Like it John took him forever to get through that scene. John Krasinski said it's the hardest like he's ever. It said it's the hardest he's ever laughed on that show. Was that he moment. sounds like surprised. a leaky balloon? I'm not in that, surprised. In that blooper because he is he's he has this weird yeah kind of laugh. He just squeaks <laughs> when he yeah. really thinks something's funny. <laughs> Yeah, but when he did when he Great pushes that, when you, when you got a big crowd, you just push it back and it moves like an inch and a half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clack. And he's so satisfied with it too. Like, yeah, yeah. And at the same yeah. time, knows that this is so crazy. And then later, when Jan throws a Dundee at it, and he's like, "Good luck paying me back, babe, with your zero dollars a year salary. <laughs> zero dollars <laughs> plus benefits, babe. <laughs> that was a two hundred dollar plasma screen TV." <laughs> <laughs> So good. All Trip. that episode's so good. I even want to get a St. Pauli sign in this room in my office at home because of that episode. <laughs> um, it's a dead it's a dead heat uh for my number one, Jim and Pam's wedding, uh, for two reasons. Uh one is that look that Jim gives the camera at the very end of the wedding. At the very end of the episode, he just looks at the camera and he, he he's he's uh, on the um you know, they they go off and they get married um on a boat, uh, on a, a tour of Niagara Falls before yeah. they um, actually go get married in the church. And so they, the episode cuts back to him on the boat with Pam looking at the camera yeah, and just, just happy, just yeah. happy. Yeah. Like that whole thing. I was like, you know, those human moments again, he's just, and like, to be honest, it makes me think of faith for some reason, my wife, mm. uh, I, I, yeah, I love you, babe. Uh, I'm not, I'm not being sappy, but there's just something about it that registers with me. But Dwight kicking that bridesmaid in the face <laughs> while they're coming down the aisle. This woman who he has just completely used the night before yeah. has made it very clear he has no interest in her. They are dancing down the aisle. And then to add insult to injury, he practically breaks her nose. <laughs> I just, it's another Kevin and Chili moment. Well, that, um, and, and when Andy tears himself and has to get Pam to drive uh, him to the hospital. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And Aaron's just dancing around him while he's on the walker <laughs> yeah. while he's going down the aisle. Yeah. Um, and, but but uh, it's a dead heat with that and a scene that actually never made it into the series. 
Uh, oh. But in the table, in the table read of the final of the final episode, the series finale, mm. uh, there was actually a very elaborate prank that Jim was going to do that never made it to air. They never even filmed it. But oh. it, it involved who's the who's the security guard who works down Hank. Uh, Hank. Down, Hank. Hank. It involved it involved Hank and Hank um, basically made Dwight think that he was in the Matrix. And the whole plan was the whole plan was that he was going to offer him a red pill or a blue pill. And Jim just knew that he was going to take the red pill, but he was due to get married to Angela in the series finale or like, you know, the last couple of episodes. And he immediately took the blue pill because he didn't want to live in a world without Angela. He didn't want to think. And so it's like the cutaway, the interview is supposed is Jim being like, I spent $400 on this prank and <laughs> it all goes to, like, it never, it never even happened. Never, so never that, happened. that human moment oh, where he good. basically goes, I pick Angela over everything was incredible. That's good. That's good. Aaron, number one pick. Yeah. Also really tough. Cause there's a million great uh-huh. moments. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But one I've latched onto and I don't exactly know why I think it's just because it's so full of great one-off moments and then just the overall arc is fun run it's the best I, 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 I just love everything about <laughs> it from load. the whole reason the whole reason it exists right he hits meredith with his car driving into the parking lot and then becomes convinced that rabies is this like <laughs> huge issue that we need to raise money for and then like Everything that kind of springs off of that is just fantastic. Just the, gold. The big check to the nurse that they get to accept <laughs> it to, you know, uh, one of my favorite lines, you know, Michael, a 5K is five kilometers, not 5,000 miles. And <laughs> then you make it a circle. <laughs> Could you make it a circle. Where are we? I don't know, like five kilometers from the office. Um, and, and that, you know, you know, Andy's whole thing and, and, and Creed and uh, everyone's trying not to participate. Uh, it's just fantastic. Of course, this has the story arc, too, where uh, Dwight kills Angela's cat. Yeah, that whole plot. Oh, was that, that episode? Sprinkles. Yeah, all that's woven <laughs> into it. I think it's a two part episode, actually. Yeah, but there's. It's a long episode. It's like a 40. It's like an hour long. It was a, yeah, a season starter. Episode. It was oh, okay. right. And I to me, that was like peak office because this is also right when pam and jim are officially together yeah yeah but no one else knows it so you've had kind of some resolution on that plot point and you've moved past the so for me this is like peak office um so i love that episode it's episode or episodes it's the ones i've seen hands down the most is like my go-to um yeah it's got to be it so i know it's not exactly one moment but kind of every moment that happens in there um hilarious something that i really love about that episode is when um john krasinski signs meredith's cast if you look at it he actually signs john krasinski instead of oh how interesting jim yeah Hmm. oh that's was it just habit that he snapped into i think it was just i think it was i think so i think it was just habit yeah that's funny wow and that's how big of an office nerd i am the the shirts the oh yeah michael scott scott's fun run fun pro-am pro-am celebrity fun run (laughs) rabies awareness for the fight for the cure they they hung up (laughs) 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 all right my number one pick asian jim asian jim that is a good open i i cannot tell you 
how hard I laughed at that moment. <laughs> and people who haven't seen The Office, I'm like, look, you just you have to see just this one scene because it by itself yeah. is the to me the best show opener right up there with the fire escape uh the fire drills i me. almost fire picked that as my number off. one yeah almost picked that as my number one uh, that at just an epic moment it's so it's so classic but that that asian gym opener the level of it where he knew all the passcodes and mm-hmm. they swapped the picture out yeah, yeah oh everything about that i was crying laughing and his <laughs> reaction dwight's reaction at the end of oh gosh Oh, oh, and it cut. Oh, gosh, everything about it. Question I need to go back and watch it now. And then the close of that episode, Dwight comes in as a gym <clears throat> and they're all com- complimenting him at the end. He's like, uh, little comment. Uh, well, guys, I look like an idiot. Is, idiot. That is our three idiot. favorite moments from them? the office. I'm pretty sure that Kevin and Aaron could just go off on a rant all night, just going from one episode to the next episode to the next one. Yeah, we'll with just the co- quote the whole thing. We'll just quote the whole time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Trip and I will just be over here, you know, playing Smiling patty cake and or something. Nodding. Yeah. Something That's I found really interesting cake. though is that our what uh, how we picked our favorite moments fit perfectly with how we described ourselves as fans in the first part. Trip, all of yours were heartfelt character yep. moments, just like you said. Yep. Yeah. Kevin, I love you those picked Scott's tots and dinner party exactly <laughs> what i would expect you to pick that's like the cringiest episodes mine are like the kind of the fun ones and then you know andrew you latched on to like certain moments but didn't ever have one of those I, like this just, is hilarious to me that just hit at the most random of that's times so and that was the thing like you had to pay attention during all the cringe for me because there were nuggets of gold all throughout it mm-hmm. yeah yeah well, guys, so great on. discussion this week. Um, next up, we have this week's game, which Kevin is going to be hosting for us this week. Yeah, and we'll be right back after this break. See you in a second. Today's game is brought to you by Maleshko. Making videos should be fast and fun. Find out how at Maleshko.com. That's M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Or you can go to dadgumnerds sponsors and it'll take you straight there. Thanks, guys. Kevin, what we got today? We got a dadgum bunch of questions. Oh, my favorite. All right. Very creative. (laughs) Yeah. So this one was really hard for me. Oh, how so? Being such an office fan. And I knew Aaron was, but I also knew. Really hard. That everybody else was not. So I had to. Was it? I basically came up with a Jeopardy style game with four different sort of categories of office trivia. So what we'll do is we'll start with Andrew since he seems to have the least knowledge. Oh, great. I'm going to answer one time tonight. You're just going to so, my opening question. But we're still going to do buzzers. So Andrew's just picking the ca- the first category like you wouldn't. And then whoever gets it right picks the next category. And then eventually there won't be any questions in a category. We'll go through all those five questions in a category. Four total questions. Four total categories. Five questions each category. So real quick, we'll run through and get everybody's buzzers. And then I'll say the categories. And we'll start off with... Uh, Andrew. So, Andrew, what's your buzzer? I'm actually going to change it up this week in honor of the office. Good Save job. Bandit! <laughs> stole mine. No! I, I literally it. just thought of that. <laughs> Trip. Uh, bankruptcy! <laughs> Aaron. Uh, I'll go with Harvey. Harvey. <laughs> Get out of my off five. Get out of my off five. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, guys. All right. <laughs> So the four categories are who appeared in more episodes. Oh, God. General show trivia. Mm-hmm. Who said that? So in who said that, I will say a quote. 
and you can't buzz in until after I say the quote, and you have okay. to guess who said it. And other than the office, so what have they done outside of the office? Oh well, Andrew knows exactly what category he's going to pick for this first one. Yeah, right. And what is that? Uh, outside the office for one hundred, Alex. Okay, so anybody can buzz in once I read the question. So, um, the office ran from two thousand five to two thousand thirteen. How many films did John Krasinski do during his time on The Office? Say, say, uh, Andrew. Um, I'm going to say three. Not even close. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Remember the first season, he didn't even think this was going to take off. Oh, okay. Well, well, there goes my chance of glory at the so, office. Harvey, yeah. Harvey, Aaron. I'm going to say eight. Eight. Again, not even close. This is according to IMDb. So, Trip, do you want to take a shot at this, or do you want me to just tell you? Is he in Moneyball? Uh, Yeah, might as well do it. Uh, Bankruptcy! Yeah, Trip. 13. 22, according to IMDb. Holy Okay, I'm going to see a list of those movies. Guys, I can't think of... think of. Some of them are really short. So, like, he did um, Monsters University, where he has, like, five lines. a little cameo at the beginning. right. He does lots of voiceover work, and he has. It looks like he has lots of uh, independent. Does this count his insurance commercials? It does not count insurance. It only counts films. <laughs> I think his first major it, film it? in the office was probably around season four, which would have been Leatherheads with George. That, that was the only yeah, one I can think of. Yeah. Leatherheads, and there was some movie with him and Robin Williams and Mandy Moore. Were they? Yeah, something, marriage something. Or, I know yeah, him and Mandy Moore were going through marriage counseling. I forget what it's called. All yeah, I could think of was like, like thirteen hours, but that's that was after. That was after. Yeah, after that, that was after. That was after. Yeah, that's all my brain could go to for whatever reason. All right, well, Andrew, you 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 still get to pick. So. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we're gonna... no one got it right. Um, other than the office, who said this? General show trivia, or who appeared in more episodes? Well, let's keep going down that same category. <laughs> what was Steve Carell's first film after The Office? Oh no, Harvey. Oh, no. Harvey. Aaron. Evan Almighty. It was not Evan Almighty. It was a Is more. It... it was a more of serious one. After oh, The Office. Mine. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, it's the one with him and the pancakes on the cover. <laughs> Bankruptcy! Um, Dan, oh, it's Dan in Real Life. Not Dan in Real Life, but that's ah, a great film uh, if you haven't seen it. It is a good one. Trip. No, I was he, he stole mine. That's what I was okay. going to say. Uh, yeah. Oh, mine. Uh, not mine. Oh, sorry. It's a Save Bandit. Sorry. <laughs> habits, uh, yeah. Old Habits I Heart. Andrew. Is it, it's that wrestling one. Is it the Rat Catcher? Is that the one it's called? Box Catcher. Box Catcher? Se- yes. That was actually his second film. No! No! Oh, yeah. I don't think I any of you guys get this because I don't think any of you see this either. It's crazy, stupid love. Oh, I was just about to say that. Yes, uh-huh. I have. That's yeah, one of my, you were about to that's say that's one of that my one. favorite. That, okay, whatever. <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies of his. I love that movie. Really? We, that we have one? it. On, yeah, crazy, we, stupid we love, have yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a great movie. So there you go. First film after The Office. Same category, Andrew. Are we still rolling down this one? Why not? Let's keep going. Okay. So this Office actor starred in many things outside the office, but two of his more notable ones, he worked in fast food and he worked in the music, the music industry. His fast characters food. were, yeah. So Harvey, Harvey. It sounds Aaron. like something Creed Bratton would do. It is not Creed Bratton. <laughs> are, are you looking I for give the you, actor's name or the character's name? The actor's name or the uh, character. You can give me the character. Save Bandit. Uh, Andrew. I'll just go with Rain Wilson. It is not Rain Wilson. Okay. Bankruptcy! Trip. Ed Helms. 
Nope, it is actually BJ Novak. Oh, hmm. okay. He oh. was in the the founder where he plays. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Um, oh, that was the McDonald's, McDonald's guy. McDonald's. That yeah, that's McDonald's. right. Yeah, and he's in Saving Mr. Banks, where he plays Robert Sherman, who wrote most of the songs for Mary Poppins. That is him. Mm-hmm. I haven't mm-hmm. seen either of those mm-hmm. movies. Okay, all right, cool. Oh, Saving Mr. Banks is great. The founder is yeah, actually pretty interesting too. Really not seen the founder. Not seen the founder yet. So the fun thing about um, the founder is they shot it in script order. Oh, and fun. they shot, and mm. which is really hard if you yeah, that's don't know that not yeah. impossible. And then also, um, the director I forget his name is very much like me when I'm on set. Is when he thinks he got the shot, he does not do safeties. He just moves on, just goes. He just goes. All right. So they they shot the home fil- the whole film of the founder in uh, like two and a half weeks, I think. <laughs> okay, well, I made so the movie, so it must, he must have been onto something. Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing same category, Andrew. Why not? You guys are killing this. What office alum? <laughs> Have office-related podcasts. Name the alum and the podcast. Mine? There are two podcasts. Oh, I know Office Ladies, which is um, it's Pam and Angela. Yeah, um, uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. Yeah. Yes. Um, the other one's newer. It probably came out within the next past two two and a half months. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. You don't have to know. That's fine. It's uh, a, it's a good one too. I'm gonna say it's. Uh, Rain Wilson again. I don't know. No, it is not. Do I do either of you have any idea? Don't have a clue. No. Brian Balgomer. So he plays Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Really? Oh. One, an oral history of the office. Hmm. Oh, okay. interesting. I need to check that out. I wasn't aware this existed. Brian, no. uh, not a whole lot of acting gigs lined up for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> not in the age of COVID. Yeah, right. And he, he's doing fine. He's okay. doing fine. So, so what I'm we sure got left? What is the name of Creed Bratton's band? So Creed Bratton oh, is no. also the name uh, of the actor. Um, and they, this yeah. is in real life, right? Not yeah. he had not a legitimate band oh, okay, back in the sixties. He had a legit band back in the sixties. I got, they, I got nothing. And they do mention it on the show. I do remember oh, reading this on Wikipedia, but I can't think of it for the life of me. You got a shot, Aaron, or no? I don't. I this was in the show. Yeah, the this grassroots. Yet another. Okay. Yet an, another trivia game where you would expect the super fan to dominate <laughs> but <laughs> right now we're well, all we well, haven't actually done it. we haven't done really done with the office, office yet technically yet. yeah yeah but i'm just saying if you're a super no, we, fan we have exhausted you know all everything of about chances at this point so yeah uh, so, listeners, so yeah. it was it was fun i'm glad we talked <laughs> so so who appeared I'm in more general show trivia or who said this um let's just give aaron a bone here and go with who said this his kappa got detated. Bankruptcy. Trip. Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Hey, hey the first like points prison on the Mike board. Would say. Yeah. First points on the board. Is that referring to his, Ed Truck? Ed Truck. His kappa got detated. <laughs> <laughs> so who appeared in more general show trivia or who said this trip? General show trivia. What is the name of Dwight's dentist? Harvey. Bankruptcy. <laughs> Aaron. Crentist. His, de- his dentist name is Crentist. Oh, I that is forgot correct. that one. Oh. That's right. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Crentist. I'm, gonna, I'm really going to have to. I'm going to have to stop switching up my buzzers so much because uh, I waited a beat to try and remember what I'm supposed <laughs> to say. <laughs> yeah. Hey, pick me. Pick me. me. I'll say general show trivia. Which is better, pizza by Alfredo or Alfredo's Pizza Cafe? Bankruptcy. Harvey. Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. That is correct. Alfredo's we want to order cafe. some good pizza by Alfredo's <laughs> yeah. Pizza Cafe. 
What's better? That's pretty a good. Oh, you can eat a pretty good pizza. Medium amount of good pizza. Good pizza. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> all right, Trip. Who appeared in um, more show trivia or who said this? Show trivia. Before marrying Bob Vance of Vance for a duration, what was Phyllis's last name? Uh, Bankruptcy. Trip. Diller? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. Not Phyllis Diller? Okay. No, not Crap. Phyllis Diller. <laughs> I have no I'm, idea. Hold on. I'm blanking on this. I, I'm going back to the episode because they had the same initials as Jim and Pam because they stole their wedding invitation yes. design. Pam B's. But, but it was just Bob and Phyllis. It wasn't their last name. Oh, right. That's right. That's right. Oh, and now I'm blanking because she calls. Remember, she calls. I think we're uh, stumped. She, yeah, she says, who wants she to be says a Phyllis so and so. Talk for, through the uh, question. I, Phyllis, it's on the tip Phyllis of my Lapton. Phyllis Lapton. Phyllis Lapton. Okay. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, I mean, that was, I had that right there ready to go. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, Trip, back mm-hmm. to you. Um, let's do, who said this? Who said this? I have lots of questions. Number one, how dare you? Bandit. Bandit. All right, Andrew. I do know, I think that one is Jim, isn't it? It is not Jim. RV. Bankruptcy! Aaron. I think it's Michael again, isn't it? It is not Michael again. Bankruptcy! Trip. Andy? It is Kelly Kapoor. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a lot of questions oh. for Ryan. Number one, one how dare you? How, how dare you? That's uh, right. That's right. Uh, I could hear her saying uh, that now. I'm ashamed I missed that one. Uh, me too. Be. I actually I should have known that. There are some good gimmies in here later, but I haven't Am I winning yet. again? You are winning. You are winning. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's your pick, Trip. So who appeared in more show trivia or who said this? <laughs> um, show trivia. Show trivia. Does Stadley Hudson have a mustache? Mine. Harvey. <laughs> Aaron. No. Trip. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> He's, well, hold on, hold on. Does he have it through the whole show? Because I remember the episode where they're like, they have the bet running yeah. on it and he does. And he does. But I've never does checked. Does he have it through the every whole season. show? Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were referring specifically to that episode or like. Well, I don't even know if he does. Well, we'll have to yeah. double check that. I've seen him in real life post office, and he think, does not. I think you're thinking about this too hard, Aaron. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> a specific gonna... part in the show that actually, yeah, references because Stanley so. definitely super, being has a super a fan isn't all it's cracked up to be. Because uh, there, if you know, you can you can know so many details about the show that you can actually, I guess, second how, guess yourself. How many questions have we answered so far? Your it's own like genius is getting in your way, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, you've got you've answered four, and we've asked five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Great. We are doing Great. wonderful. Great. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm winning. Up. It's on par with Harry uh, Potter last week. Uh, let's mix it up a little bit. And who appeared in more? Who appeared in more episodes? Mose or Senator Robert Lipton? And bankruptcy bandit. <laughs> I think that was trip. Senator. Senator appeared in 14 episodes. Mose appeared in 13 episodes. He appeared in. 14 episodes wow. yeah man wow i would i was definitely going to say moe's so wow yeah huh we'll get that turned Boom. on as soon as i find out Boom. where moe's hid the wires yes <laughs> Here um the, uh, let's yeah. uh let's do who appeared in more episodes todd packer or holly flax bandit bankruptcy uh andrew i'm gonna say holly Holly's correct. Oh, I got one aboard. That one has to be be close, though. Holly appeared in 17 and Todd Packer appeared in 16. Oh, yeah. 
Wow. That, the rest are are close, but they're not as close. I'm just happy I'm on the board. That's all you, I You care are about. on the board. You're tied with Aaron. I, I really, I feel oh, like I'm going to have to protest. I'm going to have to protest just a little From bit. Dwight, number one. I think everybody's waiting for, I think, I think the way Kevin is judging this is who finishes their buzzer first. It needs to be who starts their buzzer first. Because I'm pretty sure I'm getting the first syllable of my, of my okay. multi-syllable you're, buzzer out before the rest of you guys saw you're just, and You're just glad that I have Andrew, a point. you shortened yours. You shortened yours from save bandit to just bandit and so uh, do i get to do i get to shave do i get to shave I mean, mine down to rupsy i'm like you're winning by three like let, let's yeah, i know but play he's a little cheating bit and he may get out in front of me <laughs> no i'm not there is no right. way who just answered that right. one, andrew yeah that was me andrew did. Oh, all right so oh, who created more again. show trivia or who <laughs> said this uh general show trivia why not okay this is the last one in general show trivia great what is the name of pub of the pub the employees of Dunder Mifflin frequent? RV. Aaron. Poor Richards. <laughs> Poor Richards, oh. which is an actual bar in Scranton. Oh, that's cool. The Electric City. What? The Electric <laughs> City. <laughs> <laughs> the little cars go in the compact spot. 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 Oh, All right, Aaron. So, <laughs> <laughs> who, who appeared in more or who said this? Uh, who said this? What I wouldn't give for one of Phyllis's classic room clearing farts right now. <laughs> Bankruptcy <laughs> trip. <laughs> Dwight. It's Dwight. Dwight did not say that. Oh, okay. All right. Um. Uh, uh, Buzz if you're gonna guess. Yeah. Yes, Andrew. Um, Stanley. <laughs> no, not Stanley. Okay. He sat across from her. He's used to it. Aaron, you got a yes or you out? Yeah, I actually thought it was Dwight. So I'm going to say Harvey. I'm going to say it's Michael. It's the one and only Andy Bernard. Uh, okay. <laughs> Nard dog. The Nard dog. Uh, it's a Nard dog. What gift for one of those? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I remember the line for sure, but I'm trying to remember what the situation is. still right. funny, kids. Yes, they are. Still, I'm still, you can always count on me to go for the lowest common denominator <laughs> in any joke. I will always laugh. I just did a spit take with me drinking my water. <laughs> Uh, I think the word I think the word classic is that what he said? Classic yeah, room, yeah. room clearing. Yeah, that's all that's, all I think all that's the one that did it <laughs> yeah. for me. All right, Andrew's back to you. We have who appeared in more, and we have three left in who appeared in more, and two left in who said this. Um, <sighs> who said this? Just get it out of the way. All right, so this is going to be a gimme. Don't buzz in until after I finish reading okay. it. I wake up every morning in a bed that's too small. Drive my daughter to a school. That's too expensive. And then I go to mm. work at a job that I get paid too little. But pretzel bankruptcy. Day? Well, I bankruptcy. like pretzel day. Bankruptcy. Bankruptcy. Right. Bankruptcy. Yeah. Bankruptcy. Stanley <laughs> Hudson. Stanley Hudson. <laughs> I love Stanley. Boy, have you lost your mind? Because I hope you, you find it. it. I'm gonna find it. You just said ha 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 ha. <laughs> All right, Trip. Who appeared in more, or who said this? Uh, who appeared in more? Robert California or Karen Filippelli? Bankruptcy. I think that was Trip. Karen. That is correct. All right. Karen appeared in 27 episodes and Robert appeared in 25. And Parks and Rec says thank you. (laughs) So does her bank account. And Perkins. And Perkins. And Perkins. 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 I was literally just thinking. My buddy, okay. I I heard that the fact that she was cast for that role was the reason that they decided that the two shows didn't exist in the same universe. Hmm. Originally, oh, it was originally 
apparently the Pawnee Parks and Rec Department was supposed to have a problem with like a printer or something. And they and it was going to be a Dunder Mifflin like connection. That was how it was going to like come. But when they cast her as Anne, they were like, well, we can't do it now. Okay. Which I'm good. The separation of the two shows, uh, I think, was a good thing. Yeah. Anyways, moving we on. We're in different states, so it could have been. No, it's Trip's pick. So Trip has to pick who appeared in more or the final. Who said this? Who said this? He's been trashing us relentlessly on Twitter. Now it's funny stuff, but mean. Harvey bankruptcy. Aaron. Mm. We say Ryan. Ryan did not say that. Uh, that was my guess. Save Bandit. Oh, you, you're you're bringing the save why, back. Why not? Yeah, Andrew. <laughs> I have no reason. Why not? Um, that sounds like Kelly. It is not Kelly. Okay. Oh, Harvey. <laughs> yes, Aaron. Is it Creed? It is Creed. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Oh, it's funny I was stuff, gonna, but it's I was me. gonna. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say. Right. I was gonna say Gabe, but that actually makes Gabe. way more sense. <laughs> Gabe Wad. Because Gabe, Gabe had Wad. Gabe had no sense of yeah. Gabe had no sense of humor. Okay. <laughs> no. The squirrel with diarrhea. <laughs> okay. Last category. Two questions left. Who appeared in more? David Wallace or Jan Livingston? Bankruptcy. I think that was Aaron. Uh, no, David. it was not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the letter Y out of my mouth before he even started the letter H. My, my lord, my liege, <laughs> David Wallace. <laughs> is incorrect. There you go. Say bandit. Jan Lipton. Just gave it to you. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Jan Lipton. What, what am I? Chop liver? I seriously. No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I said the word bankruptcy. I said the word bankruptcy. Zoom must have cut out or something like that. But I swear I had the word out before Aaron even opened his mouth. Trip. You can't say it. You have to declare it. <laughs> am I still winning? You are still winning. There's no way okay. you can lose. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> awesome. I'm just kicking my feet up then. You guys go at it. Okay. So last question. Who appeared in more? Michael Scott or Toby Flenderson? Save Bandit. Andrew. Michael Scott. By one episode. All right. Oh, see that trip to Guatemala. That, that, uh-huh. that, yeah. Knocked him out. That and there's two it. extra oh, seasons. Incidentally, so, yeah. so Trip in- is the winner. Ding 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 ding! Two in a row. Yeah, awesome. You get a yogurt. You get a yogurt lid medal. Yes, it feels Flonkerton. And Flonkerton. Good to be. Can I get a Dundee at least? You can get it. You can get a Dundee. Okay, Dundee for most most questions answered. Incidentally, I I completely forgot about that moment where Toby put his hand on Pam's leg, realized he had his hand on Pam's leg, jumped the fence, and then vaulted the fence because he was so embarrassed. I'm just gonna run home. <laughs> so if I if I am not mistaken, Trip, you placed first. Mm-hmm. How many points did Aaron have? And how many you guys points tied? Did I have? You and Aaron tied? tied. Okay. Wow. I'm just going to say Aaron's genius got in the way. Yes, that's that's. that's yep. I, I seriously like. I mean, he was thinking so hard about this stuff because he had so many details to work with. <laughs> well, that, no, we're just um, going to go with he was so humble that he let us get as many points. No, as I we missed it. Actually, I, did. I, well, He's I missed. To hook you back I, in. I missed a couple that I definitely should have. I should have gotten that Kelly Kapoor one for sure. Um, and then some were just you know it's the the mercy of the buzzer, right? You know yeah. the answer, but you can't get it in in time. So and and when, especially when they're fifty fifty, I hate it when I can't get it in in time. Yeah, you got to get it up in the time. essence. It yeah. is. Well, next up is our dadgum Q and A, where we answer your questions, and we'll be back in just a moment. Got a question for the dads? Got a joke that makes your kids groan? You want a specific topic on the podcast? Then head to dadgumnerds.com dot com slash contact and send us your thoughts. We read. 
every submission, and you might just hear it on the podcast. Again, that's dadgumnerds.com slash contact, and we'll catch you later, dadgum nerds. All right, Trip, take it away. What's our first question that we have? Uh, let's see. Our first question was submitted by Caitlin via Facebook. What do you think is Robert California's favorite ice cream? You'll All right, super it. fans. Is this not like important. an inside not in a million, joke? Not in a million, million years would you get it. Yes, there's, yeah. there's a part where they can't figure out what his favorite ice cream is. And he, he insists uh, okay. that they'll okay. never know. It's never answered in it's the show. Answered. Yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. We the only thing uh, we know so, for sure is that it's not vanilla. Right. Mint chocolate chip? That's Michael Scott. That's that's really funny that you say that trip because that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Well, my guess it's with somebody like him, it's it's probably something very bizarre. Yeah, it's um, not like a normal like ice cream. You flavor, could only right? get in like, yeah, like in the Middle East or something like that. I yeah. I literally had a or friend like, one time. We were yeah, going like around the office Indonesia asking. Yeah, we were literally going around the office going, hey, what's your favorite food? What's your favorite food? And somebody would go burgers. And oh, man, one, one person was outside the box and was like, I really like a good rainbow rainbow sherbet. Um, but then we asked this one girl and she goes, oh, you know, there's this little cafe in Italy. That, oh. And she was so serious about wow. it, too. That's got the best gelato. Oh, shut oh, up. Shut your face. I mean, that's what Robert California makes me think of. He's, there's probably something out there in the middle of nowhere that he's had mm-hmm. um, yeah. that we just common folk really couldn't ever think of. I think of him answering something like, well, what is ice cream? Right. Cream. Milk, right. Sugar. And what other goodies you might want to. Yeah. I was just going to go right, with rum right. raisin. That was the only thing that came to my mind. I well, thought it was either going to be for whatever reason. That's what stuck. I was thinking like plain chocolate. Sure. Yeah. I thought it was either going to be something that was like so easy, like mint chocolate chip that yeah. no one would ever get it. Or yeah. Like you said, trip, Super you know, he has end. this one place in like the jungles Bounce. of Indonesia one that make, flex. that make ice, this one right. kind of ice cream out of beetles or something. And that's his favorite. Beetle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the lizard yeah, king. He is right. Right. That's been Lizard King. <laughs> uh, so our next question was submitted by Boggan Hawkins via Instagram. Uh, we're we're what? <laughs> Boggan Hawkins. Bog, did I like misread Google? that? No, you got no. no, you got it. Uh, okay, all right. So let me start that. My bad. Sorry. Let me start that <laughs> over. Uh, our next question was submitted by Boggan Hawkins via Instagram. Uh, were Jim and Pam actually a healthy couple? That's Talk a great yourself. question. So I've yeah. seen a lot of commentary on this and I kind of fall somewhere in the middle, but I think my ultimate answer is yes. Even though I think they made poor decisions mm-hmm. at, at some points and sometimes the lead up, especially when she was still with Roy was yeah, maybe a little weird, mad. Yeah. but yeah, I don't I think, say. you know, at the end of the day, I don't know. It's one of those things like every couple goes through things mm-hmm. like to show them as this perfect. And I, and I, episode seasons eight and nine are not my favorites they're not most people's favorites and i i don't particularly like the direction it takes sometimes but to be fair to say like oh they finally get married at the end of i think it was season six and like everything's going to be perfect like happily ever after no that's like it's kind of cool yeah it gets tough and they have more kids and jim is unhappy in his job and she's unhappy in her job and all those kinds of things so to say like are they a healthy couple I think they're a realistic couple in the sense that they have personal flaws and they have problems in their relationship and they solve them and they work through them. I think when you talk about the kind of beginning of it, though, eh, she was yeah. engaged. 
the little uh i know yeah, she was quite unhappy but Courtney nah, they certainly didn't NDA start off <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they they certainly don't start off um all that well but i would say they regain their footing as time goes on and, uh, also this, they're not real yeah this is true yeah that's true that's true but, I, I, do, I do think a lot too with that couple like yes they have horrible moments and i think originally they were actually supposed to get divorced in which i'm very the glad as well. oh, they didn't yeah. go yeah, that direction um, because that would ruin that would ruin a lot over of it, like the main story arc of the office yeah, yeah. I mean, it was half the reason people tuned in. It was it was yeah. the only reason people tuned in by the time right. eight rolled around. Right, but um, definitely there was points when they weren't a healthy couple. However, it was it goes back to like every American couple like communication. Like yeah. if they were, but that wouldn't have been funny, and that wouldn't have been like they can't they couldn't just be this happy couple throughout the the whole season, right? Yeah. So the elements they were horrible. Elements they were good. I'm glad they ended it well. I'm glad they, they ended moving on to a place like Austin for Jim's dream job and Pam's art community that she'd so long for. So I think it they ended well, but as a whole, they were healthy-ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not a middleweight, they're not a middle-aged obese man, but they weren't like a sprinter yeah. runner either. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't take a lot of <laughs> advice from them, but the sweetness that they had between them for a majority of the show, I that was something that was pretty special. Honestly, one of the, the best romances I've ever seen that's been on a television show. Yeah. They did genuinely mm-hmm. care for each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whether they did right or wrong is up for always oh, going to be up for debate. Yeah. And, it, and at the end of the day, it really does come down to a decision. Um, right. when it comes to those relationships and that, that's one decision away. As well, mm-hmm. well uh, Hey, great questions. Thank you our listeners for uh, doing that one. Uh, as always, if you'd like to submit your own question or dad joke or whatever, head to dadgumnerds.com slash contact. We love hearing from you guys. So let's wrap this thing up. We'll be back in just a second. Did you know Dadgum Nerds has merch? Well, if you'd like a Dadgum Nerds t-shirt, sweater, hoodie, water bottle, sticker, or even a fanny pack to really show off that dad bod, head to dadgumnerds.com slash store. It's the perfect way to support the show and rock that dad swag. Again, that's dadgumnerds.com slash store. You'll never know what's in store. All right, guys. So what did we learn today? I learned that the less I know about a subject, the better I test. <laughs> because this the is more the second you are. This is the second trivia day game I've won in a row that um, I, I really have probably the least amount of knowledge about. That's solid college advice for you guys out there. There you go, kids. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that I'm on the flip side of that and that I'm thinking way too hard about some of these questions and that the most obvious answer is probably the answer. Occam's razor. Once again, kids, you College can be kids. too smart. You Scott's can be tots. too smart. That's my and, problem. And again, just I learned how deep my hatred for the awkwardness in the show still goes. I can't get past it. I really can't. I, I just realized that I don't have a ton of office conversations outside of with my wife. But I found out I need to have more office conversations with people. Aaron, thank you. <laughs> well, myself let's say Aaron's Kevin. a great <laughs> outlet more about this. <laughs> great outlet. Well, guys, hey, thank you so much for listening. As always, be sure to check out our website, dadgumnerds.com. That's D-A-D-G-U-M-N-E-R-D-S.com, where you can find our merch store, our Instagram and Facebook pages, and a link to where you can share the podcast. You're obviously here at the end of this episode, which means you like us to some degree. Uh, and if you think a friend of yours would like us to go ahead and send them our way, uh, all the dads except Kevin don't bite. And that's ah. only on occasion. 
Uh, but in all seriousness, we really can't grow this show without you guys. We love having you here and we'd love to see others here as well. Well, gents, it is time for our dad joke of the week. Aaron, take it away. Yeah, so I met a notorious criminal in an elevator this week, but I can't tell you about it. Why? Well, that would be condescending. Wow. <laughs> it does remind me of the scene, though, where Michael's pretending to walk down the walk down the stairs behind the boxes of paper and bring up the coffee. It reminded uh, I thought me you were gonna... about descending um, reminded me of that. The, the guy, he, he wound up firing because he was an ex-con. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that guy. <laughs> I, prison I, Mike. I thought you were going to say... No, it wasn't Prison, prison Mike. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it reminded you of the uh, episode where he met David Brent on the um, uh, outside the elevator. No, it was in the merger episode. One of the merger Man, episodes, I am yeah. so out of my league when it comes to all this office. The, all oh, those details. The money episode came two seasons before. It did. Um, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I like yeah. it. Scott's Tots. Ended on Scott's Tots. There you go. Gotcha. Well, hey, Mr. Scott. Oh, what we're going to end do? it on the Scott's Tots note here, and that's... Hey, Mr. Scott. What are you going to do? I was going to say that's all we got for you today, but apparently Play us Kevin, out, Kevin. And, yeah, Kevin and Aaron have a little bit more to say on that, but thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you later, Dadgum nerds. What are you going to do? Make my dreams come true. Hey, Mr. Scott. What are you going to do? <laughs> Bankruptcy! Game over.